Hey, everybody, this is Fumble Puck and your weekend one-timer with Ashley and Noah. Ashley, what's up? Not much. I got my blinds. I've been installing blinds the last two nights. Not as easy as you'd think, I can tell you that much. It was a two-day process? Two different sets of blinds. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I have one more to go. Well, two more to go, but one's not in yet, so I have one more to go. And then I have to change my baseboard heater because did i tell you i slipped and fell on top of it <laughs> no and you broke it i didn't really break it it kind of got loose a little bit off the wall because i literally came thudding down on top of it um ouch are you okay yeah i'm fine it, i it looked really dumb though i'm sure it looked amazing for like social media but really dumb on my part i was doing a stretch <laughs> and my sock was on wood and i went flying and literally landed there's like a nice butt-shaped dent in it it's yeah so i'm fine I'm good. You know what I got to do today for the first time this season or this like summer or we summer yet, whatever we are. I sat outside on a Muskoka chair and enjoyed the breeze and the weather. Nice. I've been <laughs> with work. I've been either like working outside from outside or like I'm traveling to like the grocery store or something. I haven't really had a chance to appreciate being outside. And I got to do that today. It was wonderful. It was a good five minutes. Good. I'm glad it was beautiful here today. I'm sure it was beautiful there, too. It was, yeah. It's supposed to be beautiful all week except for Saturday, which is my one day off. Oh, of course that would happen. Yeah, that's restaurant life. You never get the weather. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I hope it turns around and that they're wrong. They're never right. I'm pretty sure they just throw darts at a dartboard. That's yeah, my- there's some stats on weather, weather men and weather women being just awful at their jobs. Yeah, well, because it's impossible to predict, but yeah. (laughs) Here it was beautiful, and then it randomly started to rain for like five minutes, and then it was beautiful again. Yeah, we had like 10 minutes of sun showers today, but it was weird because normally with sun showers, you see like a patch of clouds and the rain's coming from there. I I couldn't see them, so it was very strange. Yeah, we had that too. It was very weird. Maybe someone was peeing on my head from a roof or something, and I didn't realize, but I hope not. Ew, I hope not, too. Yeah, that would have sucked. One time, I'm speaking of someone peeing on your head, which is not quite... Oh, I'm so curious as to where this is going. (laughs) So one time when I was in university, I was walking with my best friend, and I had just eaten something, and I was like, do I have, like... I think I had a Subway chocolate chip cookie. And I was like, do I have chocolate on my face? She's like, yeah, all over. And she was trying to get me to go look in a mirror of somebody who was sitting in a car. So, like, the car mirror where someone was inside of it. But I saw (laughs) the person there, and I was like, no... And I was like, I'm like, so I finally went to an, a non-occupied car and I looked in the, like in their mirror and in the side mirror and I was fine. And I was like, you're such a liar. And right when I said that, a bird shot on her head. <laughs> oh my God. That's so good. That's karma. Exactly. I was like, don't mess with me, bitch. <laughs> like, that's it. Karma. I have the birds on my side. She that's didn't enjoy wild. that at all. She was not happy. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Speaking of karma, that's actually a really good segue. So uh, I don't know uh, if you know this, but I'm a big uh, playoff superstition person. Okay. So I'm a big believer in the hockey gods and in karma in the hockey world. So uh, my my official stance uh, normally is I'm not a big chirper. I don't chirp other teams' fan bases very much. I try to be as respectful as possible. But now that we're officially done the regular season, I'm in polite playoff mode. And I've made my sacrifice to the hockey gods of no drinking for the entire Pabs run. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm a weird way of superstitious too. So I remember like we were playing the Rangers. So maybe four or five years ago, I decided if I ate something and we won, I would eat that same thing before every game day. Oh, I hope it was something good. 
It was Jack Astor's quesadillas. They are so good. They are. So I, I guess they were so good. Yeah, sad face. <laughs> so yeah. Um about that. Not cool Jack Astors, but whatever. Sir Sircor, <laughs> listen to me. Bring them back. But yeah, so I would eat the quesadillas before every game. And then we lost, but I still got to eat my quesadillas. So I was really happy. But one game was at like noon, and I have to go to Jack Astor's at like 1130 to pick them up. And I was like, this is a little <laughs> bit early and a little bit gross. But we lost that game. But Anyways, but yeah, so I like, I do it with food. So like if I have like a donut during the day and they win, I'll eat a donut the next day. Like I do it with good food. I don't eat it with like, you know, like salad, like who wants to do that? But yeah, I'm a little bit, my mom would be like, so when I was living at home, like back in the day, she's like, so if you ate chicken, breaded chicken, you have to have breaded chicken before every game. I'm like, precisely. And then like, I wouldn't touch the lights. Like if we were winning, I won't touch lights or blinds. Like if they're closed, they're closed and I don't touch them. But if we're losing, I'll try to like fiddle with them to make them different for the second period. I'm nuts. Like I, I go into that level of psychology. I knock on wood a lot too. Me too. Me too. I'm like a little bit crazy during the playoffs, but I don't really, ex- I mean, I half expect us to win the cup and half expect us to be at in four. So yeah, your I'm prediction probably- was us winning the cup. I know it was. I've, then I said, it's going to be Colorado. Keep that in mind. So my non Homer <laughs> pick is Colorado or really Vegas, but my Homer pick is obviously us. My superstitions are just as weird as yours. Don't worry about it. Uh, so I'm using this for like a health, uh, like a, a, a health opportunity also. So when I normally, when I do this, I, I don't have any beer or anything but i also try to eat really healthy and so the year uh the first year i did this was the year they went to the conference final against new york right mm-hmm. um so that was like in 2015 or 15 i think it was right the year price got cratered yes, 14 or 15 yeah, I don't yeah so it was like a two-month playoff run right almost it was like you know six and a half weeks whatever i lost like 20 pounds easily oh, in wow. that time just off not drinking and eating proper so i'm hoping there's a good run like that but when we finally lost against the New York Rangers and we got eliminated. I was at work at that time. And for the third period, I told my boss, because my shift was ending at the end of the game anyways, I was I told him, like, I'm going to be useless for this third period. I, I can't do anything. Can I just sit down? And he was like, sure. So, like, I sat down in the corner of the bar. Like, like everyone's freaking out going, right? And right. I, um, after we got eliminated... I just literally I walked out of the building because everyone knew I was like everyone's like Noah hasn't had a beer in like two months and he's in a bad mood right so I literally <laughs> left the bar I went next door to like our competing our competing bar that like because you don't want to drink in your own bar right you go to the next door right. and I had like four beers in the span of like two minutes <laughs> it, was, it was awful <laughs> okay, well don't do that ever but no, I'm too old for that now <laughs> It's crazy how that happens, eh? Yeah, because I was I was a young spry lad back then. <laughs> You're such an old fart now. Yeah, all I can do is watch the games. Like I watched uh, the Edmonton game. I watched most of it. I missed the the end of the third, but I watched most of the Edmonton Montreal game the other day. Sorry, the uh, Edmonton Laval game. My apologies. <laughs> gonna say which one hey they did pretty well considering i mean we, they had their a team we had like our b team yeah i loved it it was actually a good game to watch i thought like there was some little bits to gleam from it um obviously i think like the two big things are like the two big pieces were suzuki and caulfield right love it uh, it was cool that caulfield shot mike smith had no clue it was going in yeah kazuki oh my god yes kazuki kazuki that's weird I just came up with it. Hold on. All right. Seuss We're going to roll with it. <laughs> I like Kazuki. Anyways. Who do you think Caulfield's going to play with in the playoffs? The bench? 
You know, the black aces, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, ideally, Suzuki. Actually, I heard an interesting line take today. It was Caulfield, Suzuki, Anderson. How is that going to work? I don't know. It wasn't my suggestion. It was J.P. O'Connor's. <laughs> I just heard the it. The only like, thing I don't like about that is there's no left-hand shot on that line. Yeah, I don't know anything about which way they shoot or if they play right or left wing. To me, a wing is a wing, a center is a center, and sometimes a center can wing it. So who knows? So normally, not exclusively, but most of the time, if you shoot left, you're a left winger. If you shoot right, you're a right winger. Which makes sense. Yeah, but there are a lot of big name wingers that play on their offside. So like Ovechkin shoots right, but he plays left wing because he always just does the one timer kind of thing. So like Panarin is a, a left winger who shoots right. But most of the time on our team, we're usually pretty strict on keeping them on their sides. With the exception of this year, now we have so many right hand shots because right handed shots are rarer than left handed shots. But now we got a ton of right handed. So like if you have to fully playing on the left side like he's used to it thank god because we have a glut on the right side so Toffoli can play both wings but Brendan Gallagher can't play both wings he's only a right wing right yeah so like you have if you have the Anderson Suzuki KK uh, sorry Caulfield line that's all right shots so there's no one to play the puck on the other end there's no one timer from that side of the ice right right well I had all left shot defensemen last night on the other night too it was crazy we had what sorry only left shot defensemen. Oh, that's our, great. Our, all our righties were scratched or uh, on maintenance. Yeah, that's very weird. It is. I don't, I don't know. I'm hoping. I thought the line would actually. Be, I was asking for a Caulfield um, Suzuki Tofoli line, but I'm not the coach. Yeah, I just want him to play. Um, I think we need him. I think so too. We need goals, and that's what he scores. So he has five points in like ten games. That's pretty good for a rookie in his first ten games in the NHL. Yeah, I like. I, there's, there's like the the argument that you have to like grind out a little bit in the playoffs, and I'm sure that's a thing. And you know, it is what it is. But every single time we have a playoff matchup and we struggle, it's always to score. So to not put someone who's already shown they can score in the bigs, it's crazy. I completely agree with you. And he's proven it. So, like, let him in. Whatever. I mean, I don't know. I'm – I don't know. For me, I know the lines are going to be, obviously, like, Tatar, Gallagher, Deneau, if he's yeah, playing. Yeah, 100%. And then it's going to be – I think that Lekkanen line is going to stay together for now. So, that would be Lekkanen, Byron, and um, Evans. Evans, yeah. That's reasonable. And Byron's playing on his off wing. He's a left shot playing the right side. See? So mm-hmm. – Then you have Suzuki. I'm going to say – I mean, they were saying Toffoli had a lot of chemistry with KK. I don't know. Are they, are they going to play KK? <laughs> That's the other thing. Is it going to be KK or Stahl? Who would you play? I So there's – I my quick answer is to say KK, but I – so Eric Stahl had that quote a couple weeks ago where he's like, look, when the playoffs hit, it just starts. Like, it just happens. You up your game. Like, he's like, I don't know how to tell you that. I don't know how to explain it to you. But I've been in the playoffs many times in my career, and that's what it always is. It just clicks. So right. I feel like uh, if I we believe that he's telling the truth when he says that, and we have no reason not to believe him, I think he's going to come out guns blazing in the playoffs, and I hope so. So I, I kind of want to see what he brings to the table. That being said, like, I think you could put Eric Stahl on a line, let's say with Code Kanyemi, and then your other winger is is Armia, let's say. You know, like, so, like, whoever's winning the face-off between KK or Stahl, they're the center. The right. other one plays left wing, and then Perry's on the right wing. I think, like, I think Armia it's should Perry be scratched. Uh, yeah. scratch Armia. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I actually have, that's funny, because as you were saying, I wrote down KK, Stahl, Perry. 
Yeah, I like that. Okay, but then we have a problem because then we have Toffoli, Suzuki, Caulfield, Anderson, Armia. Yeah, yeah we still went out. We're, we're, yeah, that sucks. Or do you take out Lekkinen? No. Or Byron? Like, you have to get Anderson in there somewhere or Caulfield. It's a problem. It sounds like we're going to have to come down to choosing between Caulfield, Kokanyemi, or Evans. Well, I want the goal, so I would choose Caulfield, but... So if you had to pick two of the three... Caulfield and Kokanyemi. But Evans is so good, so I don't know. Maybe Evans. I don't know. I'm glad I'm not the coach. Let's be honest. I think the coach is uh, wishing he wasn't the coach sometimes. It's crazy. And, um, and so Primo played this game, and then he, he did all right, whatever. Like, I, I, he's just not ready, and that's fine, right? We talked about it last week or earlier in the week. Yeah. So, but he was sent down today, which means okay. Carey Price will be ready to go. Oh, thank God. Oh, yeah, so it's Price Allen. We're ready to rock. Perfect. And uh, that's great news. And then Willette was sent down, which is good news because he's bad at hockey. <laughs> Very nice guy, I imagine, but just not an NHL player, you know. Yep. <laughs> and they send they send down Illinon also. What did you think of him? He was okay. Nothing fancy. He was okay. He had yeah, it was like a very uninspiring debut, right? Not uninspiring, just uh, not. it didn't pop, right? He was okay. He was a fourth Yeah, player. exactly. It was okay. Nothing special. And you're not going to expect much playing with Alex Belzil, right? So. Well, yeah, exactly. So it was okay. But what did you think about the hit on Mike Smith or the quote-unquote need of Mike Smith and then them not taking him out of the game when he should have been for concussion protocol? Yeah, I, I if, there, if I remember correctly – Mike Smith is one of the most vocal, like, anti-concussion protocol people in the league, right? Like, I remember he's had a couple of quotes over the years being like, no, no, you don't tell me when I have to go to concussion protocol. I tell you, you know? So I could imagine the, him telling the coach, like, F off. I'm not doing it, you know? Ah, okay. Well, that makes sense, except not really, but whatever. Okay. I have, like, I have tough, like, I have mixed opinions about concussion protocol because I believe in the value of it and how important it is to protect people. But I can't imagine, like, it's just there's no way you can apply that standard fairly, right? It's never going right. to it's never gonna work. So what are you going to have game seven of the Stanley Cup final and you're going to pull the goalie for concussion protocol? Like, you know? But this was a meaningless game that meant nothing for both teams. And he's supposed to be their starter. So first of all, why even start him? And second of all... Like, because he's bad usually. So I think they need to make sure he's got as many reps as possible, I think. <laughs> he's also such a diver. <laughs> yeah, but he like he's he's also really bad at hockey. He like well he was great, but he's he's old, right? It's not it's not as he's bad, he's old. So Hey, he's my age. Be careful. <laughs> well, for an athlete that's ancient. I okay, I get it. Yes, I Right. <laughs> How many goalies are there his age in the league right now? There's him and Pecorine. Flurry's not far behind. Flurry's like two or three years younger. Flurry's about thirty-four. I think Flurry's older. I think he's thirty-five. Right. Flurry was two thousand and three, so he's, he's two years 36. older. He's, he's thirty-six. He's thirty-six. Yeah. yeah. So Smith is thirty-nine, thirty-eight, thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Yeah. Yeah. So there's Smith and there's Rene, and Rene's the backup now. So like, there was Lundqvist. Doesn't count because he didn't play. <laughs> okay, but he. I'm just saying, like, he is of that age, is what I'm Yeah, thinking. but, like, th- that, that's very, like, that just demonstrates even more how rare it is for goalies to play at that age, right? So, yeah, so, like, you know, he's in that unique territory of, you're, you're old, buddy, you know? Yeah, no, you're right. And then what did you think of in this game of uh, Yemi? Did he help you build your confidence, or did he take some away? I don't know. I wish he would shoot more. He has so many options and, he, and opportunities, and he just doesn't shoot. He keeps looking for the pass, and like you can tell, he has no confidence. And I mean, at least he was given decent wingers, which was good. But 
That's the frustrating part, though, no? Well, he was finally given wingers. So I'm happy that at least he was given talent. because he been- did nothing with them. I know. But I think he just lost his confidence. I mean, what do you want the poor guy to do? You got to, like, build him up and make him happy. And I don't know. So what's more important? This is a question that there's no right answer to. Is it more important in this playoff run to give our kids meaningful reps? So playing KK, Evans, Caulfield, or is doing whatever it takes to win in the playoffs more important? I think for Mark Bergevin, it's doing whatever it takes to win the playoffs. What do you think? What do you think is my question? I don't care about what I know what Mark Bergevin thinks. He's very easy to tell, like, very easy to read, right? Like he, he just wants to win and he doesn't care who he has to roll over to get. I think we'll know game three. I think if we're up, then you play to win. I think you play to win anyways, to be honest. I think you just play to win. I really do. So if that's the case, it's hard to see KK having a roster spot for that game. It is. It is. But you also, I think by game three, we'll know, though. For sure, by game four, we'll know. By but game three, it'll be too late if it's not, I, right? No, well, that's exactly my point. So then you put the kids in, and who cares? Arpin, uh, I think it was Arpin Basu wrote an article about the the decisions, or was it, or was it Mark on Good Day? I don't know. I think it was Arpin wrote an article about all the tough decisions for the lineups that Ducharme has to make this week and like how tough it must be. And like, he's right. It, it, it's not an enviable thing because you have, we talked all season about this depth and now you, you have it. Now you have to make the hard choices. Like there's no more injuries, you know, that knock wood. And thank God. I, you know what? I'd rather have this problem, have a death problem than have an injury problem. It is a good problem. Yes. It's a fantastic problem to have. I mean, yeah, you might piss off some people. However, I'd rather do that than anything else. You know, somebody suggested, rolling 13 fours and 5d and i was gonna kill them (laughs) like our d can't skate that many minutes this is not a thing like stop it we already complained about them playing too much yeah how about no d and 18 forwards sounds like a plan that sounds like a toronto maple leafs plan (laughs) that probably is the toronto maple leafs plan let's be honest i think anderson campbell it's campbell 100 there's no chance freddie anderson sees the ice uh unless campbell gets hurt really i would bet even in the back-to-back campbell plays both yeah, what? Why is there a back-to-back right away in Montreal? Like, what a crap is that? Do you want the? So the actual reason is because they suck at scheduling. The conspiracy reason is they want the winner of our series to be tired going into the next round. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but like Anderson's been bad for a year, and he played in a he played in Toronto with the Marlies uh, as on his conditioning stint, and was bad. And then he played the last game, their last game yesterday or two days ago, whatever it was, and he was bad, like. Campbell's the guy. Yeah. All right. So (laughs) this week, so the playoffs start this weekend, kind of? Yeah, sort of. Like, oh, we have to do neon neon knee-jerk reactions, don't forget. But, yes, they do kind of start this weekend. Yeah, so, like, Boston and Washington play Saturday. couple of teams start on Sunday. I think it's, like, New York, Pittsburgh, and then the Florida series, and then Minnesota. But then we don't start till Thursday. What is that? I know, which, okay, let's be honest. Our team needs the rest. So we cannot complain that we're not starting until Thursday. We really need the rest, Noah. I think the rest is important. I'm practicing. Practicing. But like, <laughs> what, what's going to happen? The, uh, like, the, the team in the next round is going to have six days of rest before we face them? I know. That's not really fair either. It's weird. It it's is just weird. like. How do you how do you mess that up? Like so they're they're the rationale be they're trying to uh let the North Division finish their regular season games, the Canucks and the Flames, before starting the playoffs. But the real question is why? Like who cares? Cause well, maybe because no one's gonna watch them. But who cares? Because 
they're not even involved in this race. So it means nothing. Like it's already decided they're out. So just why I would even say cancel those, but you said we can't. So because of revenue and stuff, but why like start this series Monday or Tuesday? You want to start Tuesday, start Tuesday. Yeah. I know. Weird. It's weird. Or move yeah. up their games. They don't need to have days off. Why, why bother? They're going to have a whole summer off. Okay. So yeah, that's weird. I don't know. I, it threw me off and I'm like totally weirded out by it. It bugs me, but I'm uh, I, so what I've done is my, my schedule work. Normally I make my schedule for like a four week period. I'm doing it week by week now. Cause we're waiting on Doug Ford to be an idiot. Right. So I'm going week to week, but I've got all the Habs playoff games for this round marked off and I'm going to make sure that my schedule matches up so that I'm at work as little as possible during those times. I like it. Cause I'm going to be an emotional wreck and completely useless. So you'd rather be home fighting with your wife. Nice. <laughs> Oh, well, we won't fight. Like I'm, like I said, I'm very diplomatic in the playoffs. I'm as polite as they come. I ha- I posted a little like uh, Go Habs Go type thing on my Facebook earlier today or yesterday. Uh, yesterday, and I got a lot of like people chirping me for it. <laughs> and I haven't responded negatively to any single one of them. I'm just taking it and hoping that they use up all their karma on me so that the Habs have all the goodwill. I like it. I like the way you think. I'm not saying anything bad about New Leaf- Leafs either because I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, and like like they will be completely insufferable. Yeah. But like, oh my God, if we if we win this series, hear me knocking, yeah. it would be the greatest thing ever. It really would. And then uh, that's like our Stanley Cup. Just beat the Leafs. That's all I care about. I mean, it's not really, but just beat them. Like, exactly. I, oh, I can't even think. I, I can't compute it. It just, my brain's like, nope, mm-mm, not doing it. Uh, it would be, uh, so it, it would be similar. The brain does not compute to having to cheer for one of Tom Wilson or Brad Marchand. <laughs> I was telling my mom today that if Boston and Toronto ever met for like a series, I would become the biggest Boston fan. <laughs> and I hate Boston. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Boston versus Toronto's easiest choice ever. I choose Boston every time and I actively cheer for them. Like I'll play black and yellow with my car, like loud, just to make people know. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, yeah, I know Wilson. It's funny. <laughs> My mom and I like to look at license plates and like make up names with like whatever the letters are. So we saw a WTW. We're like, what? Tom Wilson or what the Wilson also came up today. But awesome. <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. you going to are you going to watch uh, any of the other teams playoff series? Are you, are you the kind of person who will watch other games, other series? I usually do. Um, I want to get back into my paintings. I don't know how much I'll be watching. However, once the Habs are out, I get depressed. And I don't want to watch the teams that usually beat us. And I usually root for the team that did not beat us. So, like, let's say, God forbid, let's say we lose to the Oilers. There we go. I would cheer for whoever beats the, like, is playing the Oilers. I also don't care about if a Canadian team wins. Like, I want to be the Canadian team to win, nobody else. The, I, I hate that. I hate that idea. Me too. Like, why would I cheer for Canada? Who cares? First of all, like, I'm pretty sure Vegas has more Canadians on it than, like, yep. <laughs> or, like, whatever. Like, probably a bad example. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't believe in cheering for a country unless it's the Olympics or, like, the world. I why, cheer- why would I cheer for a team that I, boo every other day yeah. like like i don't no one's allowed to bring the cup home unless it's montreal that's how it goes that's the rule i don't want to entertain the thought of anyone else bringing it home there's no canada's team the only argument you could make for canada's team in this series in this playoff run is whoever's playing the leafs <laughs> 
Literally, like, because if the Oilers were playing the Leafs at some point in time, you're cheering for the Oilers. But as soon as the Leafs are out, you stop cheering for the Oilers. Like, exactly. the other well, Canadians exactly. are utility villains to take out the Toronto Maple Leafs. Exactly. And that's how I see it. There's actually teams that I like in the playoffs besides the Habs. I would cheer for them before I would cheer for any other Canadian team because I don't like the other Canadian teams. Like, I just don't care for them. So, so I put in the teams that I'm cheering for. I'm cheering hard for the Minnesota Wild. I really want them to go far. Okay. I, I've always loved the Carolina Hurricanes, so I'm cheering for them in their division. Yep. And I'm cheering for the Washington Capitals in their division. Not because I'm like a huge Caps fan, but I want to see Ovechkin win a Stanley Cup again. I think that'd be cool. So I'm cheering for Vegas and or Colorado because I like them both. Even though, nice. Yeah, and I'm cheering for the Caps because I really like the Caps. And my Kings didn't make it, and my Hawks didn't make it. So those are the other teams that I like. And I think I the like- Chara versus Boston narrative is going to be cool, too. Yes. I also well, – I'm okay with the Panthers. Like, I'm okay with Panthers. I actually don't mind Tampa either, but they just won, so it's enough. So go Panthers. And, you know, like, I like certain teams, but I'm not, like, a big fan. But I really – I love Ovechkin. I love TJ Oshie. Like, I love the Vegas team. They're fun. I love Colorado. Only because I really, really, really want McKinnon on my team. I like the Panthers. I think they have a lot of players that are really cool. Um, under the radar player, well, not under the radar this year, I guess, because they're doing really well. But uh, I, I, I have a soft spot for Mackenzie Weger. Mm-hmm. So Mackenzie Weger's sister used to work for me when I first moved to Ottawa. Uh, wonderful girl, really cool person. And uh, so like, he came to the bar a couple of times to see her, right? So I was like, oh. And but uh, his his jersey number, yeah, is fifty two. Okay. Because his uncle is Craig Rive and he took his uncle's number. Oh, really? Yep. So there's a little bit of a Montreal connection there. So I, I know that I know them a little bit. I know her or the sister and uh, there's a Rive connection. So I think that's cool. That's why I like him. That is cool. And she's nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And there, he's having a killer year this year, right? Like he was playing on the top pair with Ekblad um, as a rare defenseman. He's a right hand shot who plays the left side. And then when Ek, like they're putting up good numbers and they're like, oh, Uyghur's got the Ekblad effect going for him. But then Ekblad got injured and his numbers went up. So we were like, oh, maybe Ekblad. I got the Uyghur effects. That's crazy. Good for him. Yeah, so Florida, I'm cheering for you. They're cool. Yeah, no, I agree. That's awesome. Uh, you want to send me on knee jerk reactions before we continue on? I'm so ready. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Okay, so I have a couple for you. Okay. Okay, so the first one is going to be a little bit off topic here. What's your thought on cheese? I love cheese. Cheese is fantastic. Um, I think as I get older, I appreciate more and more cheeses. Okay. I had a, I had a craft single earlier today, so even uh, the low end cheese is still good. And I had a little <laughs> bit of Havarti, and I had a little bit of feta today. I had three types of cheeses today. Well, one synthetic, but I'm very glad you had the other two. Yeah. The I kids love the kids don't know it, so it's okay. I love crash singles, and that makes fun of me all the time because it's so gross. But do I like, love. Do you like grilled cheese sandwiches? I don't. My mom does. I don't. Okay, so I was going to give you a, a life hack for grilled cheese sandwiches, but never mind. What is that? So you put the cheese in the bread, and then you spread mayo on the outside of the bread before frying it. Ugh. It's off the charts. I have everyone we have recommended. So Stacy showed me that, and now I swear by it. And everyone I have shown it to also swears by it now. Well, my parent, my my mom doesn't like mayo, so she won't like that. Well, yeah, then don't do that. Yeah, okay. But maybe if I wanted to be mean to her, I could. So that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. You ready? Yeah. Freddie Anderson. I uh, wonder where he's going to go next year. Is he going to go back to the Ducks? Uh, I, I, I could see it happening. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure he's played his last game as a, as a Leaf. Okay, I'm going to be surprised. Kulak. Uh, oof, uh, Bubble, right? Like, Bubble's the word that comes to mind. I would play him over Romanov. Okay, very interesting. Yeah. Gallagher. Excited to see him back. Okay, that's it. <laughs> yeah, okay. like, I'm, su- I'm super stoked. Like, like I, I, I have very big questions about Brendan Gallagher's contract and the longevity of it. I know that Mark Bergevin won't be around by the time that contract goes bad, if it does. And I, I wouldn't normally have those kind of reservations about him, but the fact he keeps getting injured every year, it's hard to not see a trend. He's like the opposite of Pacioretty, right? Where Pacioretty was like this Iron Man on our team. Yeah. Gallagher keeps having the same things happen to him, getting worse and worse. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, and the last one, you ready for it? I'm ready. The Toronto Maple Leafs. I just got shivers down. Like, like you ever seen The Lion King? Yes. You know, and they're like Mufasa, and they're like, and like the, the hyenas shiver. Yeah, I, I got like you just said Mufasa to me, and I shivered because I'm a hyena. <laughs> <laughs> I love I just, it. Like, so like, I'm, 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 and I try to be really nice about it. So like, Stacy's a Leafs fan. I'm a Habs fan. We have two kids. Like, I'm gonna let one of them dress up in Leafs gear, and it's heartbreaking. But like, it's the right thing to do. Uh, you know, like I'm just like oh, I, I hate it. I hate it. Which one gets stuck with the Leafs gear? I think I'm going to get Ivy, and I think Stacy's going to get Brooks. Okay. Yeah, because Ivy has her own jersey, and Brooks doesn't have any, like, his, of his own Leaf stuff. He's just got, like, Ivy's hand-me-downs, so like, he'll wear, like, her pajamas, probably. Okay. <laughs> but Ivy's got an Yvonne Cornway jersey. Yes, I remember. They're born on the same day, aren't they? Or you're born on the same day? All of us are born on the same day. Me, oh, right. her, and Yvonne Cornway. <laughs> I always forget that she has the same birthday as you because I have three friends who have that, and I always forget. Sorry. Yeah, she's, she stole my birthday. It doesn't really matter. No one remembers it's my birthday anymore. It's just her birthday, so that's fine. I remember it's your birthday. I forget it's hers. Sorry, Ivy. There you go. My bad. All right. That was my end of them. Awesome. Yeah, so let's swing you. back. Let's swing back into the league. Then, did you see the Tyler Toffoli Players Tribune piece? I did. What a fantastic piece! What a cool read, right? It was like that fired me up. Like if I needed extra motivation going into the playoffs, reading that was it. I think we should like post it on the dressing room in the Habs dressing room so they could see it. Like and the shout out to Suzuki, the shout out to Caulfield, like like that must fire them both up so hard. And yeah. like the other part was like, oh my god, the fact that Vancouver didn't even make him an offer. Yeah, I don't um, understand. I don't understand how they're allowed to still run that team. Did you hear about their call-up issues today? No. So they assigned some of their uh, good AHL players to the taxi squad. Okay. So obviously they stopped playing the AHL to be on the taxi squad, right? They're they're benched basically, right. and then the coach wanted to play them in their game yesterday or today. Uh, it was today, I'm pretty sure, but they were out of moves, so they couldn't assign them to the main roster. So they called them up for nothing. Oh. So like Jim Benning's inept. That's not good. So the fact, so it was just like a double whammy. So they had the call up kerfuffle today, and Tyler Toffoli said they didn't even try to keep him. Basically, which is wow, you guys are bad at what you do. How do you not keep him? He was so good for them too. Like it's crazy. I can understand not keeping him if the money doesn't work, but to not make an offer is outlandish. Yeah, I don't. I don't. You know what? We better just make the offer so that the story doesn't come out that you didn't make an offer. You know, like yeah. No, we uh, we definitely benefited there. I don't know what was happening with the other thirty teams, but thank you. 
<laughs> yeah, like love it. Yeah, fabulous. I also love. I also love the Patrick Marlowe Hall of Fame bid. Did you see that? No, I did not. So oh. Gordy Howe's stick for his record-breaking game, like his last game, was in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Apparently, they gave that stick to Patrick Marlowe, and they replaced Gordy Howe's stick with Marlowe's stick from that game. Oh wow! Isn't that cool? That is cool. What a dude move. Like, I love how everyone's like kind of eased up into the Patrick Marlowe bit now that he's broken the record and it's too late to stop him. It's just really cool to see. That is awesome. I saw his kids got silver sticks, though, like him, like mini silver sticks. So cool. I did see that. Yeah, that is cool. That's awesome. Did you see the McDavid era adjusted points that you talked about last time? Yeah. No. So they've gotten better since then. Oh, no. Oh, okay. He's now he's now second all time after Howie Morenz. He's passed Wayne Gretzky. Oh my god, that's crazy. So technically if you adjust for error, and it's not a perfect stat, so like I don't want anyone to be like, eh, but like that's the official sound, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Based on the error adjusted model, Connor McDavid now has the best single season in the history of the NHL uh, since the forward pass was allowed. That's crazy. Insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. It's crazy. I like to see him repeat it next year. Uh, yeah, against other teams and not us. That'd be wonderful. Exactly, yeah. I'm exactly. so excited for this North Division to die and never come back. Oh, my God, I know. I can't wait. I really hope it's okay by September because I can't deal with this anymore. It's so annoying. I think okay. we'll be – like, they'll they'll figure it out. They'll be back, like, for sure. I am very confident okay. saying that. I never thought I'd say this, but I actually miss, like, the Boston Bruins and, like, the Rangers and, like, like any other team that isn't Canada. Like, oh, my God, get me out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Even teams like, like San Jose, where we haven't won in 75 years, I even miss them, okay? <laughs> like, that's enough. Uh, you mentioned the Boston Bruins, and that would be a perfect segue for me to drop my hot take. Do you want to hear yeah. my hot take? I do. What's your hot take this week? Sometime in the next few weeks, Brad Marchand will become a hero, and you will cheer for him. <laughs> I want the Caps to win, even though I predicted the Bruins. Why would I be cheering for him? So... Brad Marchand will do something to Tom Wilson or there will be some kind of retribution. He'll absorb the energy on the ice and turn it against Tom Wilson in some way. I think that Brad Marchand will be a very popular hockey player in this playoffs. And if the Bruins go far, if they make it all the way, let knock on wood and hope that's us instead. I say Brad Marchand will get a Conn Smythe trophy. Oh, that'd be very interesting. I think he's ready to go. I think we're going to be mad that we cheer for him. Like he's going to lick somebody and we're going to cheer for it at some point. <laughs> that's my hot take. Do you have a, do you have a hot take? I don't, but I like that one. I think that's a good one. Actually, I do, good have one. A hot take. I do have a hot take. Yes. Cole Caulfield is going to kick some serious tushy during this playoff series. You mean metaphorical tushy, I assume, by scoring goals? Yeah, obviously. I think yeah, I don't kiss, think he's actually fight. Not kiss. <laughs> Oh, not fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like scoring goals. Like they're gonna like he's gonna get a hat trick during this and he's gonna get like he's gonna be amazing. He's gonna be like our Camillary. Remember that year when Ca- against the Flyers that we went out, but Camillary was like lighting it up with like 13 goals or something. Yeah, he led the NHL in playoff goals. Yeah, so that's gonna be Cole Caulfield. That's my hot take. I, I, I have this like thing in my mind that I'm like I wanna see. I wanna see somebody score a goal. I, I want it to happen often, but at least once, you know, I want to see one of our players score a goal and just like lose their mind in the goal celebration. 
Like <laughs> I remember watching the playoffs. This has to be like five or six years ago now. The Anaheim Ducks were in the playoffs, and it was the first round. It might be the first game of the first round. It was early in the playoffs. Corey Perry scored a goal. And I remember his face when he scored it. He was just like fired up. He was just like, yeah. And like, I want to see someone cheer that hard. I feel like our players don't cheer hard enough. Well, first of all, I have to say a caveat to me is if Caulfield plays. Okay, that's number one. But number two, to your point, you might see Corey Perry have that moment. <laughs> I hope so. Like, I, I I remember someone took that that they turned it into a gif of him doing that, but like they had flames exploding behind his head after, like when he was doing it. And I remember seeing that gif <laughs> and being like, "This is the coolest thing ever." I really That's wanted. Like, I watch like I watch Ovechkin score and how he freaks out over every goal, and I watch like the Ottawa Senators score and they 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 have a celly every time. I, I remember back to like the goal, the PK Subban goal against Boston, right? Like. Ah, uh, I want that kind of stuff. I want like a Dale Weiss score a goal and flex. <laughs> well, as long as Austin, like, Austin Matthews will do that, right? Yes. I want to outswagger them so badly. Maybe he'll score a goal and he'll flex to Tom Wilson in his face. <laughs> that- All right, I think I think I think I'm good. Do you have anything else you wanted to chat about? Uh, no, I think I'm good. I'm excited. I'm hoping the Habs do well and that they win. And we have two more episodes anyways before this. So eh, whatever. Yeah, I think our Sunday series will will record like our Sunday recording. We'll record it a little late to make sure that we capture all the games that happen on Saturday, Sunday. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's fine. Like and, yeah. And we'll be able to talk about what's happening. Maybe we'll record it Monday. And uh Go Habs Go. As always, follow us on all of our social media handles at Fumble Puck Pod, except for Facebook, which is at Fumble Puck Podcast. This is not a recording. I say this every week, by the way, or every episode. Also, <laughs> if you want to be a guest and talk with us or chat with us about the Habs, drop us a line. We'd love to have you. And don't forget to hit subscribe on your podcast apps because we'd love to have you listen to us and know when every single episode drops. Go Habs Go. We love you. We're rooting for you. Jonathan Drouin, just a shout out. I hope you're doing okay, bud. Oh, man, that was awesome. What a great way to end. I love it. We're thinking of you, Drew. This one's for you. Cheers, buddy.